everyone, and welcome to Say Report Jr. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Dale Decker. And I'm your other host, Zach Sarawick. And this is a podcast that you should be listening to, subscribe to, and downloading every single week. Yeah. There we go. I mean, yes. <laughs> it's, I it's, forget what comes after that. We uh, focus so hard on the opening I, that I forget what comes after that. I uh, I pretty much like flip-flopped everything. And because um, I just started the episode because I was afraid of this like monster burp that might happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, we might get interrupted by our bodies. We might get interrupted <laughs> by the internet. The internet. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen on this episode of the Say Report Junior? All I know is that we got some stuff to talk about. <laughs> stuff and things about people being dumb. <laughs> and really. What? <laughs> People being dumb. Wait, where did that come from? Uh, the internet being mean to video games. You said that. We discussed this before I started recording. Okay, the internet's mean to everybody. And we're gonna and we're the gonna talk mean about to Neff Campbell. That's the real problem. And we're gonna talk we about We are Neff gonna Campbell. talk about that. <laughs> and Timothy Oliphant. And Timothy Oliphant. And Lori Metcalf. But more on that after I, I tried to like Jake, Jake tease. Like, tease. If we had, if we did commercials, episode, guys. if we did commercials, that would be better to be like, more on that later. But for yeah. now, let's throw it off to our sponsor. Exactly. Mr. Clean? I don't know. Mr. Clean? That was the, that was the first thing that came to mind. Uh, get your hard drives clean in a flash. There's, there's so a... many, like, podcast basic ass advertisers i could have gone with and instead i went who advertises 50s shows yeah i bet it's mr clean and ovaltine 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 would have been a good one Jeez. Hmm. oh man but yeah how let's just get into it i guess we've already gotten into it into the craziness that is our show um how have you been i mean i feel like we just saw each other it's so weird that we live in the we same did. state. I know. It's so weird because now, like, we had a situation where we hang out three days before we record. <laughs> we hang out three days before we record, and then we don't know what to talk about because usually our show is, let me tell you oh. about a thing I did, but you were there. <laughs> yep. Yep. You cut out for a second there, but it's okay. Yeah, you did too. It I'm trying to ignore bad. it as we go and see what happens. Yeah, it keeps hey, happening guys. for like two seconds at a time. Hey, so. guys, if we cut out. We're professionals. We're just we'll going to keep work. going on and moving on. Might get some jokes. Anyway. <laughs> so, let's see. Before we get to the stuff we did while we hanged out. Hanged while we out. hanged out. Yep. That's English major over here. Um, <laughs> I have been it, playing. Not. So, my update to my to the, the yeah, link randomizer. to the past Super Metroid randomizer is that I know for a fact, because Devin beat it, that the seed is beatable. <laughs> yes. But we hit a little snag in the formula. Oh, goodness. And that snag is that Zach is bad at... Zach is bad at talking because he got <laughs> cut off again because of internet. Darn it. Uh, <laughs> Zach is bad at Link to the Past is what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. Um, I could have filled I've... that in for them. Yeah, <laughs> I have been in... Oh, God, this episode is going to be nigh unlistenable. Um... It's fine. It's like episode 53. It's, yeah. They're either on board or they're not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're on board with the quirks. I, I I have been stuck in Ganon's tower. Wait, really? 
I can't, I finally got to Ganon, but I finally got to Ganon with three hearts. I can't beat Ganon with three hearts. You gotta buy some. Yeah, you, you gotta buy some potions. You gotta the get problem is with the randomizer, I can't remember where the the freaking shops are because I don't play Link to the Past often okay, enough. Okay, wait. Do you and have? Then, do wait. Do you have bottles and a? And I've a got bottles bug? and fairies. I I have a I have an option to go get fairies. I have been able to do that. The problem is that I then have to get up the tower, and by the time I get up the tower, I've used both of my fairies to get there. There, I'm pretty sure, unless it changes in the randomizer, this is like from my one time of being Link to the Past and using this. There is a fairy fountain, like, maybe a room away or a floor away from Ganon. Oh. Hmm. So, I wonder. you can oh. do that. Yes, <laughs> I know where get, it is. The thing is, is that you will have to, like, get back up, but mm. there's, how many bottles do you have? This I've got crazy. three. This is crazy. This is what we're discussing. Okay, so fine. you let you, so <laughs> we're there, both being Devin today. Yes. That's fine. <clears throat> so bottles there should have? there should be four fairies at that fairy fountain. You use one fairy to fully heal yourself, and then you catch the other three fairies. Yeah. That was my strategy going into Ganon. And you know what? I know exactly what it is. I um. I think I found the room, but I didn't know how to get to it because it's on, like, the other side of a gap or something. Yeah, yes, 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 it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, Devin might be able to – he doesn't usually he doesn't usually use fairy fountains, I don't think. Um, but he should be able to, like, point you to it, like, better than I can. I just know that that was my exact strategy going into Ganon. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, man. So – yeah. I <laughs> I definitely like that has been my problem because I'm like, oh right, there's the part of the game where I have to beat it. I yeah. I whoops. <laughs> and then and and once you once you lose again and you shouldn't have to go that far back up the tower. It definitely sent me back to the bottom of the tower. Here's the thing. That I might be misremember misremembering. Mismembering? Misremembering. But I mean here's the here's the thing with Ganon's set because that I mean I can't imagine that beating Aghanim first would change that because I didn't have to do that. I haven't. Wait, got... <laughs> wait what? You didn't have to. You have to beat Aghanim first. No, wait. you don't. Not not in a randomizer. What? I got the, because I got because the thing because part of what's randomized is what you get from the uh, dungeons. Oh, people, yeah, so I got I, know, I got true. the seven crystals without needing to. Without needing to. Uh, Aghanim. Be, be Aghanim. I had to fill that out. <laughs> Fill that in for you. Yes. You okay? So you got the seven crystals without having to be Aghanim. Yes. Got you. But you have. But in Ganon's tower. Y y y wait. Uh, oh. Oh. My head yeah. is. Wait. No. Do remember items are all the items are randomized. So I mean, like whatever you get from Aghanim beating what? him, that's important. I already picked up somewhere else. Yeah, no, okay, but Aghanim, like, is the first, first, first person you fight in the game, right? Is that what you you're get talking? The three, like, you get the three pendants, pendants. you get the master sword, <clears throat> and, and then, then you, you go fight, fight him. Yeah, okay, so right. you didn't have to do that part. But nope. I'm pretty sure in Ganon's Tower, you have to fight Aghanim. 
Because you, oh, because you yes. refight. Sorry, I'm fighting him in that. Yes, I'm fighting him at the top of the yeah. or the seventh floor of the tower. Sorry, okay. I meant the first agony. I was like, I meant in the castle. Hold on. <laughs> I don't have to do the first. Yeah, no, I meant I don't have to do his like his original fight. Yeah, yeah, no, that sh- does not affect where you start. But I'm pretty. But I thought that it starts you close to Ganon because it's like, yeah, you've got this far. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe whenever you manage, I don't remember. The thing is, whenever you manage to pick up the Master Sword, no, no, no. Um, so sorry, I was thinking of the wrong fight again. No, no. Ganon. <laughs> I definitely lost again. I lost again and started at the front door at the bottom of the really? first floor of the tower. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember that. Uh, fairies. Do do fairies. <laughs> I will look. Okay, I'll look at the fairies. On to the next game that's kicking <laughs> my ass. Um, I borrowed Sekiro yeah. from. Devin, which is the newest game from the people that made Dark Souls and Bloodborne and other games before that. I think people keep forgetting that like From Software did not start with Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Mm. They made the uh, Armored Core games like way, way back in the day. So they made like mech games and stuff. Yeah. But Sekiro is like the latest in their line of the like Souls Yep, yep, yeah. Um, I totally get what you're saying. Cellsborn yep. you, style games you, is what I said. Well, Sekiro, what was it that you said? Because we didn't hear it. Sek- Sekiro is the latest in their like line of like super hard games that they've been making since Demon Souls came out. Gotcha. Um, but the, what's really interesting is that Sekiro, unlike Dark Souls and I think Demon Souls, which Dark Souls is just like a remake of, and Bloodborne. Like you're not creating a character and in this like super vague world. You're a specific a Yeah, you're a specific character in like ancient Japan mm. playing through a very specific story. Yeah. But it is still ultra freaking hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, is it hard? Oh, is it so very hard, Dale? <laughs> How hard is it, Zach? Oh my god, the reason I fell off of Bloodborne, I bought Bloodborne was the first game I bought for my PlayStation 4. It came with the Uncharted games. Mm-hmm. Those don't count. I got, <laughs> I yeah. bought Bloodborne for $20. And I have never He's never beaten it to this day. I don't know if that's true. I'm just filling the dead air because we're not restarting this episode. I've I never refuse. Oh, this is going to be such a bad I, episode. I the called it. Episode. I called it. The title of this episode will be The Bad Episode, and then I will figure out the rest of it later. I gotta I, figure out my internet connection, because everything was fine until last week. I totally called that you've never beaten Bloodborne, no, by the no, way. No, 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 of course not. <laughs> I've never beaten Dark Souls, either. Oh, Dark Souls I've never is played great. them, so... Dark Souls is great because I got it out of I got it for like two dollars and I thought I had gotten really far in it and then I learned I got like less than a third of the way through the game and I went fuck it I'm never opening this game again. <laughs> so... Nice, <laughs> beautiful. Oh man. So I I like the thing with Sekiro is that it's it's a little bit more interesting to me because it, because it has an actual story to it. Yeah. I mean the other games have a story to them. You just never see it. It's nowhere near as obvious a story. Well, it's like Skyrim. Like I feel like Skyrim I mean, kind of. Except Skyrim a has a ha- Skyrim has nothing because. But even. Oh, that was Skyrim a, that has was a, a twofer. Quest. That was a twofer cutout. 
Skyrim has a main quest and stuff, so like you know what's going on. It's just mm-hmm. that you can kind of go and bullshit your way through around the rest of the world. Yeah. When I say like Bloodborne and Dark Souls don't have an obvious story, I mean they like you're specifically are like dropped into a world and it's like, oh no, you figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Sometimes there's characters that tell Fair you what's enough. going on, but their whole job is to be like, Hey, shit's really fucked, you should fix it. Like that's about as much information as you get from people in those games. Mm. So, um, so Sekiro is like a much more like straightforward, like there are cutscenes, and there are characters you return to on a regular basis. And there's like a history to the character you're playing. <laughs> yeah, and, that sounds like story. <laughs> yeah. And what's really sad is that like. I have played through two, like, there's the opening area, which is, like, the tutorial area, and then... <clears throat> and then there's a, another area that And then that there's, like, a into, flash... And then, because... The main path. Then... The main path is what I said. Cool. And then, this would be really bad when, like, for some reason, you can't hear me, but somehow GarageBand has picked me up, and you're just repeating things over me. It's going to be bad. It's going to be such a bad recording. <laughs> um, We're professionals. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> For your professionals, I would have figured this problem out before this week. Proclaimed professionals. Um, so there's the main path to Sekiro, and like, then like the flashback. Right. right. So I'm in the flashback, like the first flashback. God knows how much. Like someone was like, "Oh, it took me 45 hours to play this game." I was like, "I think I've been playing for 10. Yes. I'm not a fourth of the way through this game. Yeah, no, there's crazy. no way I'm a fourth of the way through this game." Jesus. And I got excited the other day because I beat, like, not even a mid-boss. Like, there are main bosses, and there are mid-level bosses, and then there are just guys that are hard to beat. And I got excited because I beat one of the guys that was hard to beat after, like, an hour and a half of beating my head against fighting. (laughs) And didn't you say that you you screamed at the top of your head? We'll never know the answer to this question. (laughs) (laughs) I very audibly went, yes, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the best uh, feeling. That is the best feeling in, in a video game. And that's what, like, those games specifically provide, yeah. right? Like, like more than more than many others, those that's, the, that's what those games provide for you. But they are such a pain in the ass to get to those points sometimes. Yeah. That Bloodborne, I just got tired of it. <laughs> Oh man! I've watched people play Blood Bloodboard and play through parts I've never seen before, and all I could think was, "Man, that would have been cool to get to," but I never would have put the effort in to get through that fight. I gotcha. Ah, uh, so that's yeah. been me beating nice. my head against the wall with video games. That's fun. How have you been? Oh, me! I've been good. I've been a, a lot of video game. Uh, not video game. Yeah, that's rock. A lot of movie stuff has happened in the past. Yeah, no, I'm the video game one. You're, You're the, the movie video. one. Yeah, I know. How, how could I forget? <laughs> how could I forget this simple dichotomy? Is that the word? That's not the word. What does that like mean? That. I don't know. The simple structure that we have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of movies. Uh, I did try to go back to shiny hunting i did try to catch a shiny meowth i did finally catch my shiny nidoran and then i tried to catch a shiny meowth for my parents anniversary have not caught that shiny meowth and you were trying to get that four days ago when we hung out (laughs) yes yes, i was uh i have not gone back since (laughs) 
But I still could, and I still have my counter up as, like, as my chain count, like, combo. I still have my chain combo, but as I explained to you, Meowth is a bitch of a shiny because it's basically the same color as normal Meowth, except it has, like, purplish-pink features, and usually when you... I really hope you say your joke. I shouldn't have said that. Anyways, um... When you, uh, like, do chain combos and whatnot, Chanseys show up, and I feel like you cut out. I was listening, oh. and you were waiting for me to make my terrible joke. Is that the thing? You heard, you said Chansey, and I didn't jump in with my bad, bad joke about Chanseys. Yeah. Is that why you're up? Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the world needs to experience not just me. What? That sometimes you just lose your... Ch- Chance, no, you cut out. appears. Ah, chance like, and Chancy. That's what I said. Yeah, I said it. chance, and then I said Chancy. That's uh, the whole dad joke. That's the dad joke that you all missed. Uh, anyways, <sighs> yeah. So Chancy shows up when you start doing chain combos, and I have caught like forty-two meows, and not a single Chancy has shown up. So I have a feeling that I'm never getting a shiny meow. <laughs> Well, because... in, the, in the, like, overworld, it sparkles, right? Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yep. Which is also annoying. Run into it that it's a shiny, shouldn't you? What? You... I didn't hear the you should. Part. I'm just saying, you should know when you walk into yes. a shiny. Oh, like, yes. You, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's not like... Like, Pokemon Go, you never know. Uh, because the over... Like, the overmap of, of Pokemon Go just shows you the normal, you know, um, coloring of the, of the Pokemon. It's... When you click on it or tap on it in Pokemon Go, it'll have the different colorizations, colorization, and it'll have a star shot pop up. With the shinies in Let's Go, it <clears throat> it does it has like the sparkles around it and whatnot, and it is the color of a shiny. So it's wicked easy to notice the, but. In saying that it's wicked easy, wicked, wicked easy, wicked, wicked, wicked easy to notice. Um, if you did not cut out for that, by the way, I heard all oh, of that. Beautiful, I'm very happy <laughs> that I did not cut out because you needed to hear that. Um, the the thing that's annoying is that there's the size bonuses in Let's Go, and the size bonuses, like bonus Pokemon, have a very similar shine like, shimmeriness to them as a shiny Pokemon. <laughs> so there have been multiple times where I see, the sh- like, the size bonus Pokemon, think it's the shiny, and I'm disappointed because <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Sad trombones everywhere. Exactly. So it is, like, and, and Meowth is another one. Like, Meowth is a small Pokemon. So it's kind of hard, like to see it pop sometimes i don't know it's weird um so yeah i don't i don't know if i ever will get a shiny meowth i'm gonna try my damnedest <laughs> so if i do get a shiny meowth i will post it to the twitter um but who knows when that will be but so yeah i've taken a break from pokemon let's go uh i haven't really been playing anything else um since that 
which is which is weird. Like I feel like I I want to be playing video games, but I just haven't. Um, mainly because of of movies, I think. Because uh, like Endgame came out, <clears throat> a lot of like big movies have been coming out, and so I've been paying attention to those. So that's like I'm not playing video games as much. It's weird. Um. Well, speaking of movies, it happens. yeah, it happens. I mean, I've been playing the same video <laughs> games over and over, so I understand. Yeah, yeah. So, but speaking of video of, of movies, Jesus. Speaking of movies, <laughs> again, again, the other one. You want the, the other, other one. one? The other form of media uh, that melts your brain. Anyways, so here according, are the... to, according to Mickey, yes, yes, according to Timothy Oliphant, yes, <laughs> it will melt your brain. So the movies that I have watched. Um, since Tuesday, since we recorded, are as follows. It's only In been part, six days. It That's has been one six day days. less than our usual recording yeah, time. Exactly, exactly. So I have watched Inkcart because on the Say Report, it is, well, I mean, it is, I guess, before it's, yep. Tap, happy Brenda Fraser month, everybody. We're there again. Uh, so they discuss Inkart on their episode. Watch Scream 2. I wish I had a good... Brendan Fraser quote there, but I got nothing. So I wish I had something from Inkart, but I got nothing, even though I just watched it. I guess <laughs> I've only I guess I've only watched four movies. <laughs> I thought I watched more. Um yeah, but it's only been four. It's yeah, Inkart, Scream Two, which sucked. Uh- <laughs> I know, it's the worst, isn't it? It's the absolute worst fucking movie. Uh, we'll circle back to Scream 2, everybody. It's nothing but Friends references and Jamie Kennedy to die. It's the worst. <laughs> I know. Um, and then I watched Titan AE. Which you watched I wa- Titan AE? Yes. How did you not tell me you watched Titan AE? Hold on. <laughs> I love Titan AE. Because I didn't know this would be the reaction. And I'm that movie. so happy right now. I finished my nap. That is the worst, <laughs> one of the best lines ever written for film. <laughs> yeah, so we, we watched Titan AE last night. I did not know that you were a fan of this fantastic movie. <laughs> and we also watched Titan Car Wash AE again. Titan AE is a movie that I, I only ever remember Titan AE as like, that was a movie that Seijin and I went and saw in the $2 theater because nobody thought it was good. And then Seijin and I spent four (laughs) bucks to go see it and we were, our minds were blown. That that movie, I, so, so Devin, like we have a bunch of movies recorded on the DVR and we're trying to clean off the DVR because, you know, we don't have space on it. So for Cinco de Mayo, our plan was to watch two movies. One of the movies was going to be Car Wash, because if we got drunk, we've seen Car Wash, and we could be drunk while watching Car Wash. I don't know if you've ever seen Car Wash. You're talking about, like, the Snoop Dogg movie? Car Wash? No, Snoop Dogg is not in it. He's in a version of Car Wash. Hold on. Which version did you watch? Which year did yours come out? Uh, like 70... Oh, okay. So you watched the original Car Wash. There was a remake with Snoop Dogg in the the early 2000s. Okay. I did not even know there was a remake. No, we watched the original Car Wash, which, like, amazing film. Um, and then, and so the other movie was Titan AE, and I was like, I read the synopsis thingy on the DVR, and I'm like, yeah, okay, this sounds, like, good. I don't want to watch something sad. I want to some- watch something, like, fun and, you know, whatever. And I read it, and then Devin started it, and the fact that it was animated blew my fucking mind. 
Did you happen to see the um, writing credits on that movie? <clears throat> um, I don't know. That's a that's a Joss Whedon film, along yes! with like yes! when he was also working. That was like something he did right after he also was on the writing team for Toy Story. Yeah. Yep. So like he did Toy Story, he did Titan A.E., and then he started making his own movie. <laughs> yes, Joss, that is a Titan A.E. is one of the few Joss Whedon films not directed by Joss, Joss Whedon. Whedon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I did notice that. Um, but yeah, the fact I saw, I totally read that as like a live action movie and it also, the DVR, the television, like, described it as after the world is destroyed, teens, like, plural, discover a map to a new world. Because they're, like, 19, <laughs> and so it's like... And it's like, oh, okay, cool. So, and I, for some reason, I was like, okay, this is going to be live action. And then it starts with, like, beautiful animation. And I was like, oh, okay, so maybe this is going <clears> to <throat> be... Like a rockadoodle situation, but reversed. <laughs> like, I like love that you could call it a rockadoodle situation. Uh, <laughs> other great movie. Rockadoodle <laughs> is one of my favorite all-time movies of oh, all time. God, you magnificent man. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I could watch Rockadoodle every day of my life, and and I like I if I had easy access to Rockadoodle every single day. <laughs> could i watch that movie anyways so i but i 100 percent was like oh, okay so cool this is gonna start animated and then somehow it's gonna become live action and that quickly went out the door once everybody was leaving earth i was like oh no this is animated and it's beautiful and i was like devin what year did this come out he's he's like 2000 2000, like, 2000 or 2001 yeah 2000 yeah, because that like, was right around the geez. that was right around the time of like Quest for Camelot and mm. Anastasia and <clears throat> a couple of other things that like Fox and WB were trying to compete with Disney. Yeah. And Disney was like just kind of floundering enough that like that's also the same year you get like Treasure Planet. Like right around yeah. that time you get Treasure Planet and you get Atlantis and all that well, other so stuff. That's, so Devin and I were talking, and I'm like, this like it felt like those movies the, that animation, but it was just like smoother, and it's Don Bluth, right? Is that his name? Uh, I believe Don Bluth? Bluth is uh, Don Bluth. I believe it's Don Bluth is a tight did Titan AE. Did yes, he? Yes, yes, he did. Okay, I just wanted awesome. to make sure. I just wanted to make yes. sure I had the name right. Yeah, we're back um, and um, Rockadoodle and uh, Rover <laughs> Dangerfield, yeah. a bunch of other stuff. Yes. Yeah. So it is Land Before Time. Yeah. So it is yeah. Don Bluth. Like it's like it's a Don Bluth movie. And I was like, oh, it's crazy. Like, it feels, I, I thought it was, like, the same, you know, tight, the Treasure Planet and stuff. It feels like a Treasure Planet movie. And he was, and Devin was like, well, Disney was actually trying to imitate this. Because this worked yeah. so well that they were like, crap, we need, to, we need to do this. And it also feels like Iron Giant in a way, too. Oh, yeah. Um, because here's the, because here's the thing. Don Bluth was a Disney animator for years. Mm. And then he left to make yes. his own movies. Yeah, yeah, I know. He yeah. made, went and made Secret of Nim and all of that. Mm -hmm. And then he went to make his own movies. And then his movies started to become more popular than Disney stuff because Disney started to flounder in the late 90s going into the yeah. 2000s. And all of a sudden, Disney was like, we need to play catch up with our old animators. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which like screw you Disney, sorry, but screw right. you and then Disney. Brad Bird, and like and then Brad Bird makes Iron Giant and Disney yeah. and Pixar turn around and go, well, fucking get that guy. He's gonna make yeah. all of our movies forever. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, which like again, 
Iron Giant is after Titan AE, right? Or when did Iron uh, Giant come Right around out? the same time. I'd have to look up the year, but like, tight, like I want to say it's like early 2000s. So yeah. it's like all in that string of time. Mm. Yeah. But like, I was watching Titan AE, and it's just that the whole, um, if you've never seen Titan AE, you should. But <laughs> first of all, but it takes place in space, basically like what I just described. It is... The Earth has been destroyed by aliens because the aliens are afraid of what humans can be capable of. And then it takes place in space the rest of the time. And it's basically about trying to find the spaceship that I'm going to spoil the whole movie for you. I mean, it has all of the like it's like Noah's Ark. They're looking for Noah's Ark in space. Pretty much like all of this, all of the Earth DNA so they can recreate somewhere. So they can recreate the Big Bang. Like, that's what happens at the end of that movie, is that they create another Big Bang, and Earth, too. New Earth. Is is it Matt Damon that's voicing the main guy? Yeah. (laughs) And let me tell you something, Zach. The whole time I was watching Titan AE, I kept looking at Devin and being like, is that Matthew Broderick? No. (laughs) Is that the guy who voices Hercules? No. Is that a Spider-Man of some kind? No. <laughs> and I just, like, kept rattling off these names. And all within the vicinity of Matt Damon, but never getting to Matt Damon. No. Matt Damon also was Spirit the Horse, right? <laughs> no. That was Matt no Damon that did way. that voice? I no, think pretty certain no he was. Way. I'm pretty certain he was the voice of Spirit. Are you kidding me? Because I'm... If I might be wrong. Is, Let's this be is fair. True. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty certain that Matt Damon is the voice of Spirit the Horse. If this is true, you just blew my fucking mind. I need you to know that. Um, and and also Drew Barrymore is in this. To which I s- turned to Devin. Right, it's Drew Barrymore. Yes, I turned to Devin, and I oh, was like, "Oh, is she the other person in that? I don't remember yeah, anyone but Akima. Matt Damon Akima? being in that movie." Oh yeah, by the Akima. way, Matt Damon is definitely Spirit. <laughs> Stallion, Stallion of the Cimarron. Yeah, 2002. So there was a string of time where Matt Damon was like, I'm going into fucking voice work for a little bit. <laughs> I loved Spirit as a kid. That mo- I loved that movie. That's, that's DreamWorks. That's oh. even DreamWorks getting into the 2D. Gosh, that movie, I loved, loved, loved Spirit. I saw it with one of my best friends, like who's like still one of my closest friends from kindergarten. And she and I saw that. Oh, it's so good, Spirit. Anyways, back to Titan IE. Um... Drew, I hear Drew Barrymore's voice, and I was like, and I said, oh, that's Cameron Diaz. <laughs> but 100% I meant Drew Barrymore. To, to be fair, they were in Charlie's Angels together. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just messed up their names, and I was like, and then afterwards I saw her name, and I'm like, Devin, you know that I meant Drew Barrymore, right? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I do. It's <laughs> But Matt, I see Matt Damon's voice, and I'm like, I knew it. I knew it was like that kind of dude. <laughs> and then I was looking at the trivia today, and I guessed Matthew Broderick, and Matthew Broderick was considered to voice Kale oh, in course, Titan AE. Because everybody wanted fucking Simba at in everything. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, but, oh, God, my coffee. Uh, I'm getting so excited <laughs> about Titan AE. <laughs> But Jesus, that movie, it, it is so good. <laughs> like it's, uh, it's more is way better than like it has any right to be. I guess. Is oh, how I oh, definitely. Say. Because like, when you think about, here's the thing: Anastasia, 
does not hold up. Mm. Quest for Camelot barely holds up. Mm. So many things from that era barely hold up. And Titan A is just like that one that got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's just like you have these huge space scenes, right? That look as well as like things today look that happen in space. And it's like, okay, all right, so you got that down. And then they went to that other planet that have the high. There's, like, I don't know how much you remember, but they it has those, like, hydrogen bombs. Oh, yes. Every time yes. it's got, like, the mushrooms that, like, if you pop them, they blow <laughs> they up, blow basically. Because they're basically, yeah. they're just, like, balls of hydrogen. Yes. And so that the, the, entire. The space version of the Princess Bride um, uh, swamp of. Yes. Of death or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that entire sequence is gorgeous. And, like, those things, those hydrogen bombs are just insane. And all of the, all of the water work on that planet, all of the, the, the dregs that are the aliens that destroyed Earth that are basic, that are just energy. They are pure sources of energy look like pure sources of energy like it's just, it, it's amazing what it does and then like you go forward in the movie and it takes that step even higher when they are fighting and it's not even a fight it's like it's like a standoff situation in the in these in these ice rings of some planet <coughs> but because they're using the reflection of the ice to hide themselves. And, oh my god, it is more beautiful than modern stuff that is that is being done in some cases. And I was just blown away. I, I, I can't believe how blown away by this movie I was. And I'm so happy that it exists. It makes and... it makes me so happy that it still has that impact because that's exactly what Seijin and I felt mm. sitting in like sitting in like the shittiest theater we could possibly <laughs> sit, sit in yep. and watching that movie is like that's the exact way to be exposed to that movie by accident. Oh yeah. Because totally. like, <laughs> I mean, when I when I say it blew my mind that it was animated, like it started and I was just wait what? <laughs> it took me a second to be. Oh, this is animation. Okay. Let's see where it goes from here. And yeah, no, it's it's incredible. And like the cast is incredible too. Bill Pullman, John Leguizamo, um Gene oh can't think Hackman? of her. Not Gene Hackman. Oh. Um uh she is oh god. She's in Wet Hot American Summer. She's in Truth About Cats and Dogs. She Oh, God! Gene, uh, Joan Cusack? No, Joan Cusack. Joan, Janine Garofalo. Yes! Thank you. G- yes. Yes. <laughs> she is in it. Um, like, like we said, Matt Damon, Drew Barrymore. I mean, it's just like this huge all-star cast. And John Leguizamo as Goon. Just, just, everybody should go to YouTube, because I really hope it exists. And if it doesn't, I'll make it. Of just like <laughs> a Goon compilation. Because Goon is the best character. 
Can we all just agree about the fact, by the way, that John Leguizamo is going to go down as one of the best fucking character actors ever? Oh, yeah. Just ever? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But it's just, ugh. That, that movie is a treasure. And it needs, and it, and it should be, and it, 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 everybody should see it. I'm so I'm so happy about that, and I'm also so happy about the other one of the other movies you watched this weekend. It was a good weekend. Incart? Are you really happy about Incart? You cut out, so I didn't. Fucking, get I've to never touch. seen Incart. I didn't get to hear I've your never reaction. seen Incart. I've never seen Incart. Is where it's going. <laughs> talk about Scream Two. Talk about Scream Two and how fucking great Laurie Metcalf is. Can we talk about that for a second. Oh my God, she's the best version of Pamela Voorhees. Of- uh, of course we can talk about Scream 2. Of course we can talk about Scream 2 because you're a jerk. You are a jerk, Zachary Sarek. I'm sorry. Because. Did you just call me Seijin? <laughs> no. I'm pretty certain you did. We're going to roll back that tape. Zachary Sarek. I'm pretty certain you just called. Okay. I anyway. did it. I did I'm not call the, you Seijin. I'm blaming the connection on that one for now. I will go back and listen to the tapes later. I said, but anyway. I said you are a jerk. Zachary Sarawick. I can't imagine why. I've never done anything. <laughs> you, anyway. you have introduced me to the Scream movies. Yeah, I have. <laughs> and, and, and that's why you're a jerk. You cannot see the dance I'm doing right now. I am so happy that this has worked out this way. <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, like, I am too. I just never expected to be, like, a Scream fan. I've ne- I never expected to watch those movies. And then you were just like, yeah, no, but what's happening? Like, I'm yeah. forcing you to yeah, watch the these way. movies. You're stuck here. <laughs> like, yeah, like I brought Mad Max as like a trick. It was a <laughs> Trojan horse. Like, do you want to watch Mad Max or do you want to watch Scream 2? Well, you're letting me choose, so we're going to watch Scream 2. <laughs> Yeah, well, you were the guest in my home. It was like it was like a real, a real like sinister plot. You're like, yeah. There was, there was no way we were watching a Mad Max movie that day. No, no, it just wasn't happening. It was not happening. No, I just like so so we. I've talked about Scream and how much I I loved Scream. And oh my god, Scream 2 has Laurie Metcalf in it. I know. I love and... like I love that it continues this whole thing, this whole thread of you watching it and going, "What the fuck? Yeah. Wait, what the fu- what the fuck? And, what is she doing in this and, movie?" And fucking Jerry O'Connell, which like you might have said he was in this movie, but totally left my brain. And then it, uh, this just popped into my head. They were in the Big Bang Theory together. Maybe not on the same episode, but they show up in the Big Bang Theory together as mother and son. So, like, stupid. Stupid connections in this world. <laughs> but, uh, because Jerry, oh, O'Con- Jerry O'Connell plays Sheldon's older brother in the I, Big Bang Theory. I never knew that. I have yeah. gone this many years without knowing well, that. Well, now you do. <laughs> Jerry and, O'Connell. And oh, Laurie Metcalf man. is Sheldon's mom. I remember you, you that one. I remember her that. showing up for that because she shows up in like early <laughs> seasons enough that I was still watching. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's this one. The Jerry O'Connell stuff comes way later because it it comes like after the Sheldon, the young Sheldon stuff. Uh, but yeah, they have to start con- con- like making sure that their lore is consistent, which it's uh. not. 
But anyways, <laughs> yeah, like th- the fact that, oh, oh, God, scream too. And, and, oh, I'm just happy. So I can only imagine how much fun watching these movies are with me is. It's so good. You have no <laughs> idea how hard it is when it looks like this is like my favorite fra- This is the franchise. And the way that Fallout is the franchise that will always be the franchise that made me in like hardcore into <laughs> games. Yeah. Scream is the franchise that made me hardcore into movies. Not just horror movies, wow. but movies. <laughs> because I was like, I liked movies before. Scream was the thing that made me go, I I want to watch a bunch of fucking movies now. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Oh, man. Like... And I just like the fact that, like, you sit down and I get to, like, the 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 surface level is every scene every scene in that movie introduces another random person for you to go what the fuck are they doing here <laughs> it starts with omar Epps and jada pinkett smith yeah and goes like... into joshua jackson and goes into jerry o'connell oh and timothy Oliphant and Lori. it's crazy it's crazy how A many bigger people... role this time oh god it's crazy <laughs> how many people are in these movies that I'm like, and, what the hell? <laughs> and it's weird how much of that is part of almost the meta narrative of Scream. Yeah. Because the meta narrative mm-hmm. of Scream being, let's talk about like old 70s and 80s horror movies. Part of that, the, the fun of going back and watching those movies is going back and watching like Jamie Lee Curtis at the start of her career. Mm-hmm. And seeing like George Clooney in Return of the Killer Tomatoes in Return to Horror High. <laughs> yeah. And and just seeing seeing people at like the very fucking start of their careers and then being like, Oh, it's what the fuck are they doing yeah. in this movie? Yeah. I think Leonardo DiCaprio is in like Critters Four. Like <laughs> that's one of his earliest movies, and I think it's a fucking Mystery Science Theater three thousand episode. Oh, like it's just great. Well, and so to go back and watch a screen movie and not watch someone be like, like discover these. Oh, you cut out. <laughs> or these movies came out and went. No, you know what? I'm gonna be in this movie too because, quite frankly, it's Wes Craven. He's got some cred, and these movies make money. Yeah. I'm gonna go be in this movie for five minutes. You cut out. <laughs> you did cut out for a second in the beginning of that but I think we got okay. your point. I was very excited um, about people. Yeah. <laughs> about people. No, I mean, that, that, but that also brings up the whole, the whole thing of, um, like, horror is kind of like the jumping off, which I've never really experienced this or really got this, but horror is kind of like, if you want to get into movies and if you want to get into making movies or being in movies or, you know, being around movies, horror at least was, maybe not so much now, but at least was the thing that, like, if you can get your foot in on a horror production, then you're going, and, and you can, like, make it, you're you're going to go far. Like, because you bring up George Clooney, Jamie Lee Curtis, like, these are all people, I mean, even as a director, like, even directors, if you start with a horror movie, you know, it's you're gonna go far it which is crazy to me because i feel like horror i don't know what just happened you like sounded like a ghost for a second well, that was weird because i wasn't saying anything i, I was, was you cut out and so i was waiting for the thing to come back to see if i could guess where you were in the sentence <laughs> um it's crazy to me that like that's kind of the thing because 
I feel like horror is such a um, specialized. I don't know. Like, in, here's the it's thing: a if much you more do... like uh, targeted genre. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like, it's, a niche, it's a niche the... audience. Yes, it's a, it you. is and it isn't. Here's the thing about that: <laughs> horror and sci-fi, to a to a lesser extent, yes. have always true, done this. True, true, true. When, because it started in like the early, early days of, of cinema in the studio system, which was you can make a horror movie or a sci-fi movie for cheap, and then it doesn't matter if it start if it like releases as like number ten, yeah. if it makes two million dollars and you made it for three for thirty thousand, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and and that's that's very true. <laughs> it, it, Right. And so like and that has always continued because here's the thing. The um, Friday the 13th remake in 2009 mm. had Jared Padalecki, who was still in, in Supernatural at the time, and mm. Daniel Panabaker, who's on The Flash now. Yep. And like half the people in that movie were extras on CW shows yeah. and, because and... that's kind of what you do is you start on TV and then it's like, I'm going to make a movie. I'll make a horror movie for like give me $20,000 and I'll be in whatever movie you want. And then that's your jumping off point to a larger movie career. Well, it's weird too, because Daniel Panabaker and like her sister, the Panabaker, like Pan Panabaker sisters were also like Disney people too. Oh yeah. So, and they had a movie together called read it and weep, which is a really weird movie because, uh, I don't know the, I don't remember the younger sister's name. Uh, the younger Panabaker and Danielle Panabaker, one of them writes in a diary, and the other one is like the diary come to life kind of thing. It's weird. Reading and Weep is a weird movie, <laughs> and I can't believe that I am now remembering it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah. So it's like Disney became this jumping off place too, and then you add that horror into it, <laughs> and right? You add and into. It's like, yeah, you're going to go. You're going to be a known name. And it's so funny when you go back into like the early 2000s when the remake <coughs> like smashes started happening. Because mm. like House of Wax has, I think, Paris Hilton and Ch um, yeah, so. Chad Michael Murray from yeah. One Tree Hill. Like, like that's their stars in that yeah. movie. <laughs> I just the, the thing about Scream and the thing about Scream 2 is... I love, and again, because I know there are people out there and who haven't seen Scream or Scream 2, and, like, these are movies that I don't want to spoil for somebody if they've never seen it. I don't want to be the spoiler for it, right? Because they somehow have not been spoiled for me, <laughs> which is crazy to me. Like, there's a lot of movies that have been spoiled. Like, Friday the 13th has been spoiled. All the, the Halloween movies, like, I know how those turn out from, you know, discussions and stuff. So the Scream movies, both times, while, yes, I was not surprised at who the killers were, or killer, um, like... But it still was great not knowing the entire right. time. Because those movies are so good at throwing <laughs> literally everyone at well, you. look at how many times. You spent that whole movie yeah. going, oh, it's them. Yes. Oh, it's them. Oh, yeah. that's them now. I yeah. think it's them. Yeah. Like every time someone had a conversation, you walked away thinking at least one of those people was the killer. Exactly. <laughs> and, it's, and I think Scream 2 does such a good job because it, you know, um, 
I, I kept thinking, this is crazy. This is going to be a crazy poll. But 22 Jump Street, uh, 22 Jump Street, the sequel to 21 Jump Street. The 22 Jump Street does this thing where they make a lot of sequel jokes. And they really work for me. <laughs> sequel jokes, acknowledging that you're a sequel and like acknowledging that sequels are usually terrible. Those kind of jokes really work for me if you can pull them off. And the fact that Scream 2 really leans into that. I love that Scream 2 opens with a discussion of sometimes sequels are better. And they're just like, they're not pretending like they might be better. They're just like, sometimes it happens. They just are. Exactly. (laughs) So like, that's like a perfect moment because it's like, okay, thank you for like having this discussion in your movie, which is a meta movie anyways. Like, it's cool that they really lean into it. And the, and the fact that there was even more uncertainty about who the final killer was. Like, I remember watching the first movie and being like, okay, so it's him. Oh, they're dead now. Okay, so it's them. Oh, they're dead too. Crap. <laughs> Most okay. of the people that you Everybody... were concerned about for Scream 2 were still alive we're still in alive. that last scene. And I said that to you. <laughs> and I said that, and I'm like, every single person who I have guessed is still alive. So I am so, so lost. And it's like, oh my God. And on top of that, they're all in the last scene <laughs> at yes! that point. Yeah. You keep walking into the screen and you go, oh, of course it's them. And yeah. then the next thing happens, you go, oh shit, it's them? Exactly. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's crazy. And like, yes, while less surprising, still such an amazing feeling for... For 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 the people or the person who the killer is to be the killer, and, and, and oh my and god! Managed, and they managed to pull off the <clears throat> surprise like bad guy because that was a thing that 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 slashers <sighs> especially fell into for a long time, which was mm. sometimes it was just a random fucking person you didn't know about. Yes. Sometimes it was just someone who would appear in the last five minutes, which yeah. again. Like, Friday the 13th is the best example of that because Pamela Voorhees does not show up until about two minutes before she reveals she's the killer in that movie. And so, like, the fact that they took that idea and went, we're going to surprise you with this, but there's a reason to surprise you with that. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it, it, I I just. Wait, it's moving. Oh, you got cut off. I thought you finished. I thought you finished talking, but you got cut off. No, you're good. Keep going. I don't know what you just said. I don't know what I just said either. Keep going. That's fine. No, I just, like, I I really appreciate how it's able to, like, turn it up a notch and just keep you questioning. Like, it's almost like they they were like, so the entire time people were watching Scream, they were saying, this is it, this is it, this is it, this is them, this is who did it, this is who did it. We're going to fuck with them in Scream 2. And we're not killing making, anybody. Like, and, like, and on top of that, they make Timothy Oliphant the most <laughs> obvious. Like, the second he starts, he reveals himself. He's one yes. of the two killers, everybody. I'm sorry to spoil that. But here's the thing. It's not a fucking surprise when he says he's one of the killers. Exactly. He well, shows like, up, starts talking crazy because he's fucking Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> and you go, oh, of course. <laughs> well, but, like, the thing about that, too, is, yes, okay, Timothy Oliphant, one of the killers, right? Okay, that's not a surprise. The, 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 I mean, the other one's not that much of a surprise, but anyways, um, but, but at the same time, they are. Anyways, um, Tilly like, 
there's that moment where I said, I'm like, oh, it's definitely him. It's it's a hundred percent him. And then in the next scene, I was like, no, that's too obvious. That's too on the nose for this movie to <laughs> and then so like it has you second guess yourself, like just like the characters are doing. Because a lot of the discussion, like Randy and uh, Dewey, have a like a a a, 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 a discussion. Jesus, a discussion about like who the suspects are, and you know it. <clears throat> they take like, our audience surrogate to the best yes, level. Yeah, they in really this do. Movie because it's just and, because the thing is they're smart enough to not have just one. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody can also be an audience surrogate mm-hmm. on top of also everybody can be the killer. And yeah. so you don't know who to trust in that because it's, is it the guy who's questioning everything mm-hmm. or is it the person? You got cut off again. You got cut off again. I'm in just going to air keep... quotes. You got, <laughs> you got cut off again. So I don't know what you said. I said questioning everything again, but in air quotes. So it sounded sinister. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> like um, the other thing, too, is like the death, the deaths in this movie are like not I don't want to say somehow less but like it just feels like there's less deaths in this movie and and less deaths that like means they mean something but in the other in 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 the first scream it's like oh shit okay yeah that makes sense that this person died oh yeah it makes sense that this person died they're a main character of course they're going to die like a lot of non-main characters bite it in Scream 2. And it's, so it's like, okay, so then why are these people dying? It's later explained why. And it makes 100% like it makes. It makes the most, it makes the the most, most sense in the most insane serial yes, killer way. It something really makes does. Sense. I love it. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, God. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're trying to really like dance around the subject of Scream and Scream 2 to try and not give sub spoilers away. I 100% think that at some point we should just do a complete like spoiler. Like a screencast like a top sc- to bottom, yes. one through four. Yes. Let's talk about all of these. Yeah. Yes. Because there are things that I want to talk about, but you know. <laughs> there are things I still want to talk about going forward because here's the thing about Scream 3. I talk about it as the the lesser of the four films. Scream 3 <laughs> is all about that studio system stuff we just talked about yes. of like people people getting getting their their foot in the door mm-hmm. through horror and sometimes that doesn't work out and all of this other shit that goes on. Mm-hmm. Like that's all part of what Scream 3 is doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I just I... I can't, I still can't believe how much, how into the Scream movies I am. <laughs> and, and I, like, I, ah, uh, because if they weren't, if I was not enjoying them, you would know, Zach. I feel yeah, like I, you know that you would know. But geez, they're like really, really fun. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, uh. But yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm excited to watch Scream 3 and Scream 4. Uh, yeah, I, it's, oh, it's crazy. Never would have thought, never would have thought that I would have watched these movies. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, uh, all right. That's I think a- I think we've tried very hard to keep this episode going, but we need to call it, I think, <laughs> just because we keep cutting out on each other. Oh, yeah. No, I so. think, sorry, guys, if this episode was unbearable to listen to because of the cutting out, 
I I'm apologize. Gonna try, I'm going to try this week to figure out what's going on with my internet because it is on my <laughs> side. I can entirely guarantee you yeah. all that. Um, but I'm going to try and figure it out before next yeah. episode. But we just, there's there's too much good stuff to like restart episodes sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully by the next week we will figure this out. Uh, let us know if it's really, truly that unbearable to listen to. Uh, <laughs> do you, I know you opened, but do you want to do all? See, you just cut out again. This is <laughs> it all gets recorded. You just, you just, you just. Cut I think out I just again. got, I just got cut out. There yeah. we go. Which yeah. actually, which actually proves the point I was making. If you want to do all of the recording yeah, that's, stuff, that's fine. stuff so that yeah, I'll do it all that. gets recorded. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. All right, so everybody from Dale, <laughs> this uh, this is when Cyberboy Junior. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, if you did. To leave a like and a subscribe. No, sorry. I just felt like a YouTube video. Um, if you, you know, you should be listening to us every week, downloading us, all that good stuff. Uh, you can follow, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, if you search Say Report Junior, it's Junior J-R, period, not spelled out. Uh, and I think we're, if not like 100% caught up, we should be pretty close to. The last like two or three apps I got to make sure yeah. I get. To. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Uh, you can listen to all the episodes on YouTube. You can follow us on Spotify because we are now on Spotify, everybody. Uh, you can find us on Spotify. All of the episodes are there. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at Say Report Junior. You can follow us both individually on Twitter. I am at Dale's Brain. And perfect that Zach got cut off from the internet as you, he yes, was exactly. saying. Yes, exactly. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you say at Dale's brain, so I wasn't sure if I should talk about your whiskey. Anyway, I'm gone. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm so happy that that's how it worked. The exact timing. Oh, God. Oh, amazing. This is, this is, this is live. This is live, everybody. It's not really live. We could have stopped. Whatever. Anyways, um, I also just want to say real quick, I'm so excited for Detective Pikachu. And here's why I'm so so excited for Detective Pikachu. If you follow me on Twitter, at Dale's Brand, I'm going to say it again. My name on Twitter now is Detective Dale Chu. And that's... Because <laughs> I taught Dale that you could change your name. <laughs> yes. And that's dangerous. <laughs> but, yes, I am Detective Dale Chu. And I think we all need to get ice cream. And I am Justice Sarawick. Anyway, I'm not, but I'll change it now. Now. <laughs> The end. Oh, just <laughs> oh my god. Take it away, Liz, because Zach definitely just got cut off again. Just take it away, Liz. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for the Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.